You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Future of Flushing. I'm Vito Calisi. With me is Jonathan Barron. And you know what, John? In this moment, I just realized the reason I say Vito Calisi me sometimes, which I edit out, is because I say Vito Calisi and with me is Jonathan Barron. So I guess this whole time it's just been a blending of the words. And I could have saved this for off air, but I just, I, I was, I had a brain blast and I was really excited to say it to you. Do you think you're going to say it again before the uh, regular season's over? What do you, what's your prediction? All right. Um, I bet you it does come up, and I promise to the listener I will leave it in. If I say Vito Calise me again, or I will leave if it you in. you think of cutting it, I'm just going to mention it. So you're, you can't escape it. No, I know. And wh- let me ask you a question. When you listen back, because John listens back to tape. John likes to watch game tape every day, and you hear that I took it out. Are you like, are you like, how dare you? How dare you it's lie to It's the first thing I think. First thing I think is this guy took it out. This guy took it out. So right now I'm on the floor, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that. No, you're like yeah. um, Aaron Boone uh, did an mm-hmm. interview with John Boy and they his camera accidentally panned down and it turned out that he also was sitting on the floor cross legged. He, he was doing a crisscross applesauce. I'm telling you, highly underrated way of sitting. Um, some of my best work happens when I'm on the floor and or in a crisscross applesauce. Are we'll you crisscross? I'm not. I'm uh, here. Let me show you what I. I'm like. I don't even know how to describe this. I have like. John, this is an audio only and... podcast. I know. No, I know. I was just showing you, and then okay, you could for you, me. You could provide a vivid description to the listener. John is my, pond the uh, floor. Yeah, pond the dance floor. So we'll see how many uh, how many position changes I have here. But right now, I'm I'm comfortable and I'm ready to talk about the day that was in the minor leagues. Some more debuts at different levels. So Vito. Let's get into it, right? Start with the Syracuse Mets. They played the Woo Sox, a 7-6 loss. But um, a couple notes here. The first is Brandon McIlwain. He was promoted to AAA Syracuse, and he had a hit, a walk, a run scored. So good for Brandon. A well-earned promotion after a really strong season for the Rumble Ponies. Now, Wyatt Young also played this game for the Syracuse Mets, but we cannot call it a promotion because last year, Wyatt Young went straight from single A to AAA, that was out of necessity because of injury. And he became sort of a folk hero with how well he played for Syracuse. Obviously, as we know, we've talked about him. Started the year with double-A, was moved to triple-A with a lot of talent, a lot of new additions, going to Binghamton, especially on the infield. So Wyatt Young now with Syracuse, and he had two hits in his quote-unquote return to the Syracuse Mets. And our boy, Luke Ritter, the future of flush and bump, baby. After the walk-off hit last night on Tuesday, Luke Ritter goes two for four with a double, and he's piping hot, Vito. Eight-game hitting streak now for Luke. He's slashing 520, 667, 720, and you know what I like the most, more walks than strikeouts in the span, 10 walks, 9Ks. So a lot to like from the Syracuse Mets on Wednesday. John wrapped it up so nice. I don't even have to talk about the Syracuse Mets. I could have not even paid attention to that game, and you guys would have it covered. Because Johnny B is on the pulse of Syracuse, dude. You can't. You can't. You already said it. You said it's already hit a Luke. It's Ritter the hitter. You can't yeah. now start yelling out Luke because we have Nuke Voigt, and I feel like Luke is too close to Nuke. 
No, let's Luke Voigt. All right. Okay. Let's talk about the Binghamton Rumble Ponies game because I sat my little took us down in my computer chair and I watched this game right here on the very monitor I'm recording this podcast on. You know why I did that? Because it was Blade Tidwell's double A debut. It was not the strongest of debuts for Blade, but do not be disheartened by that, Mets fans, because there were still some shining moments of this game. Like when he worked himself out of a bases loaded jam in the second inning, finished that off strong with a three-pitch strikeout to end that inning. You know, it's he just didn't have his best stuff that night, um, had four walks, gave up four hits, surrendered three runs, and had only two strikeouts on the night. Not the best of starts for Blaze, but like I said, not the worst of starts either. There were good things to see. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, for Tidwell, this start, really just a getting-your-feet-wet situation um, for the young right-hander, like Vito mentioned, was not a disaster by any means, only no. allowed three runs, four hits. So he gets his feet wet, excited to see what Blade does in his next start with the Rumble Ponies. And I want to give a shout-out to another double-A first, and that's Mateo Gill, who had his first double-A home run. That makes 11 home runs for him this year between Brooklyn and Binghamton, and it was also a huge night for J.T. Schwartz, who went three for four with two doubles and a single. Schwartz has had three or more hits in three straight games with 10 hits over that span. He's hitting 571 in the five games since being reinstated from the injured list, and he's 12 for 21 right now. I mean, what else can you ask for? But another highlight of the night, we get to see the start of somebody's Mets legacy, and that is Luis Angel Acuna who, although this is not his first game, it was his first hit with the Mets organization where he had a single in the fourth inning. Another note from this game, a brilliant bullpen outing by Daniel Juarez, a name that's been mentioned on this very podcast multiple times, three scoreless innings for the lefty. And I want to bring up a very uh, interesting stat, a fantastic stat regarding Juarez. So now if you go back over Juarez's last eight games in the span, he has thrown 12 in the third innings. He has faced 47 hitters. Vito, you know how many guys he's walked in that span? How many, John? Absolutely none. He has not walked a single batter, and he has a 1-4-6 ERA. So Juarez, very exciting prospect. Lefty relief pitcher. Had a great season for the Cyclones last season. Following it up in A, and he has been pinpoint with the command and the limiting runs of late. Cannot wait to see more. For Daniel from Daniel Juarez the rest of the way. That is pure spice. I think it's a good time to move on. Talk about the Brooklyn Cyclones game who played the Jersey Shore Blue Claws. John's Jersey Shore Blue Claws. As Pumping my fist right now. 
pumping my fist right now. Podcast, I really am. Day, he's really pumping his fist. I if really you, am. If you've been listening to this podcast since the early days, as in a month ago, you'll know John loves his blue claws. John loves his blue claws bad. And you know what also John loves? John also loves Jacob Reimer. Because I Jacob, do love Jacob Reimer. That's you right. You do love Jacob Reimer. Everybody loves Jacob Reimer. Because Jacob Reimer tonight went two for four with a double, a home run, and three RBIs. I mean, his debutante ball this week in Brooklyn is just going so well. Yeah, this was Reimer's second game since the promotion of Brooklyn. Jet Williams had a huge promotion on Tuesday night, reaching base multiple times, three walks and a double. And on Wednesday, it was Reimer who secures his first hit, his first home run, his first extra base hit, his first RBI. He had three of them on Wednesday. So a great sign for Reimer, who played first base a couple nights a couple nights ago. On uh, on Tuesday night, he was back over at third base on Wednesday night. So Reimer, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to keep saying it every time that we talk about Jacob Reimer because it blows my mind every time that I say it. Does not turn 20 years old until February. You want me to contextualize that for you, Vito? I'm going to blow your mind now. Ready? Okay. By the time Jacob Reimer is 20, a Super Bowl champion will have been crowned. How about that? Wow. How about that? Wow. I didn't think, think you about were gonna, that. I didn't think you were going to go there. Wow. Think about that. Dude, and by the it, time Jacob it, Reimer turns 20, John is going to bowl uh, 220 at Duffy's in Port St. Lucie. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know about 220. But February is a long ways away. That's what we're trying to get at. It's a and very Jacob long Reimer, way away. It's a very long way away. And Jacob Reimer already in high A ball after really no spring training dealing with an injury. And now just two games in has his first home run, collects his first home run. That's big time stuff. So Jacob Reimer, a prospect that Mets fans should be thrilled about. Same with Jet Williams right to the left of him from his perspective on the infield there. Nice to see them moving together. The two 19 year olds on the left side of the infield. There, not too long ago, it was an exciting left side of the infield coming up through the Mets system. I don't want to make comparisons, but so far, so good with this duo at high A with the Brooklyn Cyclones. Of course, I'm talking about Jet Williams, Jacob Reimer. Let's put something into context right now. John said, by the time Jacob Reimer turns 20, Aaron Rodgers will be riding down the Canyon of Heroes with confetti Probably on his shoulders. Not. Let's be That's honest. what's going to happen. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. John, it's going to happen, dude. We're back, it's, buddy. I mean, hard, knocks is, hard Knocks is starting soon. Veto. Veto. This is our time. All right. You want, all right. You want to do this right now? We'll do this right now. We'll do it really quickly, okay? I was at the last playoff game the New York Jets played. Do, do you know what it was? I do. So it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, was the, it was Steelers AFC Championship 2011. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was January 2011. So we're contextualizing the next time when, when uh, Jacob Reimer is 20 years old, the Super Bowl champion will be crowned. Boom, mind-blowing. Can't believe it. That's crazy. All right. The last time the Jets were in the playoffs, I don't even know how to put it. I was still in college. I had just received my driver's license. I had been driving for like two years at the time. Um, Jose Reyes was still a Met in his first stint with the team. Maybe that's a good way of putting it. You know, it's it's been a while. It's been a long time. So, um, you know, for people to be talking about a Super Bowl with this New York Jets team – how about we how about we get a wild card spot? How about we take baby steps? The last time the Jets were in the playoffs, the Mets didn't have a, a single no-hitter, and now they have two. How, yeah, how about this? The last time the Jets were in the playoffs, the old fences at City Field were still a thing. No, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, that's how about crazy. That? The Great Wall of Flushing. That's crazy. The Great Wall of Flushing was still great. 
Dude, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna about to start listing off old section names from City Field, like the Party City deck. Yeah, it's been that long, so I get it, and I'm excited for the Jet season too. But I cannot be sitting here talking about the words Super Bowl, especially when the guy named Patrick Mahomes exists and Josh Allen for that matter. So and anyway, of Patrick Mahomes, we did talk to Luke Ritter about Patrick Mahomes because they work out at the same facility. You can learn more about that. If you go listen to our interview with Luke Ritter, now that we've soft launched our future jets podcast that will launch at some point, maybe we never, not. probably I, not. I, I can't, I can't talk jets. I, that's too aggravating. <laughs> probably not, Dude, but they're going to start off one in four and it's just <laughs> it's a tough schedule, tough schedule. That's another thing here. Tough schedule. You know, last night we didn't really do any fun talk. We just got straight to business, and now we just took off like four minutes to talk about the Jets because, you know, if you're a Mets fan, you're probably a Jets fan too. You know, that's just the way it works. They used to share a stadium. You look at people that are like, what was the uh, Harry Potter term? Muggles? Mudbloods? No, not mudbloods. Mugbloods. Mugbloods? That's, that's it, right? That's people mudbloods. that are like part human. But I think yeah, that's like, like not, a slur not full in their witch. Word. Not full witch. Yeah. Yeah, like, do you look... If you meet a if you meet a person that's a Mets and a Giants fan, I feel like oh it's annoying, kind of, it's, I mean, it's annoying, it's, it's so annoying. It's like what are you doing? Like yeah. first of all, like I just not to go off on a tangent, but literally the Jets go are named off, after the go Mets. Off. The Jets are named the Jets are literally named after the Mets. They used to play the Shea. That's coming out of your were, that's coming out of your mouth next. The Jets were the Jets were named the Titans. The Jets were named the Titans. Then when they started to play at Shea Stadium, they were trying to come up with a name for the team, and they said, you know what? A lot of Jets fly over the ballpark, and also it sounds like Mets, so we're going to go with that name. That sounds like a bit, but it's not. If you are a Mets fan, just be a Jets fan. Don't be a jerk. And be a Nets fan, too. That's New York's basketball no, team, baby. Them, what do you think about that? No, orange and blue. Baby. Orange and blue, man. The Nets, the Nets ABA throwbacks are really nice. Come on. Now, before we go back to Mets talk, do you know why the Knicks are orange and blue? Um, something to do with Knickerbockers. Um, oh, wait, isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, isn't orange and blue the color of the New York City? Flag? Yes, John. Yes, that's it. You did it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's go, yeah. John. Pretty good for a, jer- a central Jersey guy, huh? Let's go, John, for a guy from an area that doesn't even exist. All right. Let's I'm, about, I'm about to hang up this. I'm about to hang up right now. Let's finish up this Brooklyn Cyclones game. Get back to baseball talk. Enough football talk. Jordani Ventura, 7.1 innings pitched, only gave up two hits, two runs, and nine strikeouts. In his 19.2 innings pitched since his promotion to Brooklyn, he's got a 3.2 ERA and has, and has only given up one home run. Yeah, for Ventura, this check the boxes across the board is his best start, and it comes at a higher level. He started the year with St. Lucie, so even more impressive that he does it in high A, the nine strikeouts, a career high, the seven and a third innings of work, a career high, through 92 pitches, 63 of those for strikes, and he got stronger as he went on, and he came out of the gate with his hair on fire, retired the first 12 batters he faced, and uh, those two hits recorded by just one player. So a very strong outing for Ventura, who the Mets have high hopes for, and he showed why on Wednesday with a strong outing at Jersey Shore. John, you used the term hair on fire last night and you, you did went, and and you went back to it again today. Is I like it's a good it's a good baseball-y term, hair on fire. So not to not to go off on a tangent, but um I used That's a phrase a second not to go off on a tangent leading into a tangent. Wow. You know what? Well, here's this tangent, baby. Uh I used the term so many times tonight that my lovely fiance said, Who is saying this term to you that you've said this three or four times tonight? And it Which was one? Um, I said, I said a few times not to speak out of turn. Oh, 
You know, I feel like you you were probably speaking out of turn. No, turns out I actually like wasn't even saying anything that crazy. That's why there was such confusion for why I kept saying I not to speak out of turn. Um, but you know what? To speak in turn, why don't we turn the pages and talk about the St. Lucie Mets game where they played the Daytona Tortugas in an unfortunate six-one loss. Some highlights of that game. Well, you know what? You know the boy's going to start off with a Nick Morabito highlight. Nick Morabito went one for four with a strikeout. So Morabito's now hit safely in his first two games in the Florida State League. A couple other guys to highlight here. First is Christian Pregent, the catcher, who recorded his first professional hit, and it happened to be a home run. Pregent was a 2023 draft pick of the Mets, taken in the 10th round out of Stetson. And Vito, you know who else went to Stetson, right? No, John, please tell me. You don't know who went to Stetson? I don't. I know the hat. I know Stetson's a hat. I own one. Yeah, their 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 nickname is the Mad Hatters, and they had a shortstop back in the day by the name of Jacob DeGrom. It's actually a very good baseball school, very good program. That's awesome. That's a fun fact, yep. John. I, it's always good to t- talk about colleges and where people went, you know? Especially for me. I, I can't wait till the day you bring up that one of these players went to my alma mater. No one's going to SVA, I promise. Uh, but you know who else went somewhere is Nick LaRusso. He went to Maryland, and he was another draft pick of the Mets, taken in the ninth round of the 2023 draft about a month ago. LaRusso had a huge college year, hitting 26 home runs. He made his debut last night on Tuesday. Didn't mention that, so congrats to Nick. He hit cleanup and DH for the St. Lucie Mets on Wednesday. So another guy to mention as the Mets start to incorporate some of the fresh talent that they've drafted into their lineups um, LaRusso and Pregen starting with the St. Lucie Mets. And both guys from New York, actually. Pregen from Syracuse, New York, and LaRusso from Carmel, New York. And it's really fun to see the guys who got drafted just get right into it and start playing some baseball games for these uh, Mets systems. I mean, it's it's just super fun. And, you know, for us, talking about these games every night and going over it, it's just it's a really exciting time for us, man. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. I'm looking forward to many nights talking to my buddy John Barron, catching up about the minor leagues. And, you know, it feels good because now people around the office, when these trades are coming through and prospects come up today, people are coming up to John and I at the offices and asking us our opinions. And that felt pretty good. And I'm going to stop there because I feel good right now. And you know what? Maybe more people will come up to us tomorrow and say, you know what? We listened to that episode. We like that you gave us a shout out for asking you guys questions because you know what? You two have become the authority on it. John, I want you to make sure that you at least follow up after I say we'll see you all in the future because you've kept your you've kept your little mouth quiet for a minute now because I've been talking too much. So we'll see you all in the future. And what, John? Tyler Stewart on the mound for the Rumble Ponies on Thursday. Get excited. Enjoy this stock music. We'll talk to you then.